0: Just we need to remember that nobody come to oriental dance classes to be a professional belly dancer. They come just for fun, to forget uh, their work, to think about something else, just to enjoy. So we need to remember this.
1: Welcome to Baladance Life Podcast with weekly portion of stories, tips and dance inspiration. My name is Jana Komarnitska, I'm your host and I invite you to explore all nuances of Baladance Life together with me and our amazing guests. Let's start. This episode is brought to you by the support of our Patreon community. If you're interested in supporting this uh, podcast, as well as getting more dancing into your life, don't forget to check our new Patreon page. Technique drills, uh, dance choreographies, as well as individual feedback for your own dance videos and dance creations, all available at different tiers of our Patreon account. You can check it at patreon.com slash Dance. Link is in the show notes to this episode. Hello, everyone! Welcome to Validance Life podcast. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I must say that last week was quite an epic. (laughs) Um, To be exact, that relocating from one continent to another, it's not a joke. And last week completely threw me off my regular schedule and routines. But now back to norm. I am right now already in Ukraine, in Kiev, and very excited to go next week for a dance weekend in Warsaw organized by Alia and Vladimir Klitschinkov so if you see me somewhere at that festival don't be shy and come by and uh, say hi I am always so happy to meet our listeners and know who is listening to this podcast so if you see me uh, walking around uh, in Poland uh, next weekend again don't be shy to to come and say hi (laughs) Drum rolls, attention. We have Marta Korzun back on our podcast. I'm so excited. She was our very first guest ever on the podcast it was episode number one we were recording that episode without even show existing in the world and i had to sort of explain the concept and what it will be like Uh, but i'm very grateful that marta had trust and belief um in this project and she contributed her time back uh then to to record the episode and now she is back 77 episodes after. Marta Corzon is definitely recognized as one of the world's leading performers and teachers of oriental dance. She started her career in 2006 and she was very active in the beginning, participating in many competitions in Ukraine and abroad, including in Cairo. She had numerous awards and eventually she became one of the most invited and popular uh, judge at the competition. So it. Uh, I remember in the first episode that we recorded, episode number one, she talked a lot about uh, her first experience in the competitions as well as her opinion about current competition scene from both perspectives as a recent or relatively recent participant and now very active uh, invited uh, guest uh, judge. Marta is also artistic director of one of the largest school of oriental dance in the eastern europe tiara and the ensemble tiara stars she's recognized for her unique teaching method and clear and concise explanations and regularly holds training workshops all around the world she's also uh, host of her own dance festival as well as she's working currently almost finished uh, working on her current online project online course for teachers that we started talking about in our again previous episode but now she is actually about to launch it right now in august so within few weeks of uh, releasing this episode you can already see more details about this course but for now i will just put a link in the show notes to some part of the videos from this course so you can definitely check it out uh, right away but keep an eye and follow Marta on social media and keep uh keep an eye for her announcement about launching about this course because in this interview um in contrast to our previous conversation we focused more on the teaching Aspect of Baladan's uh, field, Baladan's industry, and she gave so many numerous, uh, very useful tips for young teachers. How, first of all, to know that you are ready to teach, how to prepare for your first class and how to make sure that your students stay with you and keep coming back again and again as well as she gave some business tips on in general approaching uh, your activities your dance activities as well as specifically promoting your dance classes so this episode is literally truly the uh, treasure jewel for all teachers and especially young teachers or those dancers who are thinking about starting teaching career. And if you are interested more uh, to know about personally Marta's dance journey and her path, I really encourage you to go back to episode number one. And if you didn't listen it. Listen right now, because it was a lot of valuable information about individual path as a dancer and her development of her career. And even if you listen back then, it's always good to go back and listen, because you always find something new that you missed first time so now without any further delay uh, let's dive right into the interview but just before that a quick thank you for our awesome supporters of this podcast belly evolution join jelena's belly dance evolution 10 year anniversary celebration workshops half the and best of bd show featuring stars sharwan kihara kaeshi Kadar, jelena and more August 20 to 25 in Los Angeles, California. Also, BD has opened auditions for their performance in Buenos Aires, Argentina, this October. Auditions close September 3rd. Visit balletdanceevolution.com for more details. Oh, my God, guys, can you believe this? We have Marta Korsen back on our podcast. It's so, so exciting. And uh, thank you, Marta, for coming and joining us today. And also, thank you for being our very first guest ever. It was our episode number one when we recorded our previous interview with you. So I'm so, so happy to have you back. And there so many things that
0: happened since then. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm very, very happy and uh, thank you for invitation. Very happy to come back and to be the first at this podcast. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it was
1: about uh, uh, one year and a half Then we recorded our previous interview. It was like last February of the previous year. I think so, yeah. Uh, what have been the major changes in your dance life since then? Or what may be something that really excites you right now, currently, that just appeared in the last year? Uh,
0: first of all, I think in my dance life, everything is good as before. But as we talked with you before, that now the number, one priority in my life it's my family and I decided to travel a little bit less so I don't accept every invitation like before uh, because I want to have more time for my family but it's I still have a lot of invitation it's like about uh, 25-30 festivals per year that it's still a lot Uh, but anyway it's less (laughs) than uh, than I traveled before and I'm really happy about that because I feel um, balance. I feel uh, harmony in my life now because I think before uh, the my job was number one, but not family and me also and my personal life uh, and, uh, of course, my dance. So this is the main changes, I think, in my dance life. And also... I launched two instructional videos and uh, working on my online teaching uh, teaching uh, course uh, for teachers, for belly dance teachers. I know people waiting too long <laughs> for this, but I really work so hard and I want to have it the best quality and um, to be this very interesting and it takes a lot of time. So that's why it's so long. But... I'm planning to launch this course in August, I hope so, so I hope that we'll be soon ready like that. Uh, Oh, wow,
1: 25 to 30 travels per year and this is already decreased number of trips, I can only imagine how it was before. (laughs) Um, and I'm also so excited to, I also keep an eye and following uh, your work and your progress on your online course. Uh, why did you decide to focus specifically on teaching aspect of baladance for your online course? Uh,
0: first of all, because uh, I think, I hope that I'm a good teacher. I have a very big experience, like I'm teaching about already... Uh, for 10 years, or even more, and I know exactly what to do with different uh, students, I mean with different level, I know what to do, uh, how to bring beginner students uh, to professional, to the champion, I know uh, exactly steps, and uh, I um, I remember my first uh, teaching class when I uh, first came to the group, and I was so nervous, I didn't know what to do, I wasn't prepared, actually, so so I want to help uh, these dancers who is going to be a teacher who want to earn money uh, to develop their skills also uh, and to and not to be just a dancer. So I, I think that that will be very helpful, and I'm going to share everything. there is no secrets. Uh, I will show everything what I do with my students, how I teach, how I explain the movement because I know that I explain very well. And I will show different ways, like for somebody somebody you need to touch, somebody you need to show, uh, somebody you need to explain with words. So we will try everything. And also, I remember that for me, it was not easy to create the choreography in the beginning when I was I had no experience before. So here, uh, some uh, girls uh, will have a few choreographies for their students, for beginners, intermediate, and also professional level. So... You know, like they will not uh, waste their time on on searching information because they will have everything in this online course. So I'm I really hope that that will be useful. I'm sure that that will be useful and that everybody will like it. And now we have like we still um, editing because there are a lot of videos, a lot of information. Especially my favorite part is technique technique part where I explain mm-hmm. the movements. So I'm very, very excited about this. And really, I know that I promised that this course will be ready like almost one year ago. But I didn't expect that uh, there was so many information. So that's why it's quite long. But that will be really good quality. That's why I don't know if I answer your question. (laughs) Yana.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, all all good projects uh, and all good courses, they always take a way longer time than expected, because uh, it just, uh, you just want to put everything in there, <laughs> so that's quite yes. uh, quite understandable, but also you have sort of, a, you did a pre-launch uh, small DVD related to it, so if people uh, missed that DVD, but they're still interested in this topic, they can try out a shorter version of, like, preview of the course right
0: that was the idea yes because i understand that this uh, online course that will be more expensive than just instructional video and not everybody ready to to pay full amount of money if they don't know what will be inside so for those who are not sure they can buy this instructional video like fundamentals for teachers and to be and to know the idea how that will be and but anyway Mm. I decided not to put very high price because uh, I really want to help and for me it's better more people uh, can afford it than you know like uh, few of them and also an um, interesting story about these videos uh, like 6 months ago nine of uh, Nine videos for this instructional uh, course, I mean, for teaching course was already mm-hmm. ready. But I wasn't sure that they're nice and sent to one of my friends in Germany and uh, asked her, please uh, tell me the truth, if you like it or not. Uh, what do you think uh, about these uh, videos? And she wrote me that, Marta, you are crazy. You already have nine videos and still waiting, nice and good, and she really loved it. So I hope that will be really, really useful and people will um, like it.
1: Mm, I'm absolutely sure it at least sounds absolutely amazing and knowing your uh, professionalism and knowing your care about your projects, I can only imagine... uh, uh, how much love and energy and enthusiasm and knowledge you put into those uh, videos. So I'm so very excited to to see them out soon. Um, I hope so. <laughs> talking about teaching, uh, teaching theme... Um, what do you think when uh, when someone is actually ready to teach? Because this is a pain point for many dancers that they don't know, they're not sure if they're ready to start teaching or not. So what do you think when is this uh, point that the dancer is ready to,
0: to start teaching? Um, it's hard to say. Because you can learn uh, belly dance five years, but twice a week or two years every day. So I don't know. It depends. It, it really depends. But um, what can I say? That for sure you should be a professional level dancer at least, uh, not an amateur, a professional with right technique. So first of all, you should be a good dancer with a good technique. And then you need to maybe before you start teaching people, maybe to try to teach your mother, your sister, I don't know. So to be sure that you can really explain well, because it's a big responsibility to teach. And nowadays I can see that um, it seems like uh, there are more teachers than students. And everybody who studied (laughs) Oriental dance one and a half, two years, they think that uh, it's good for them to start teaching. That's very strange, actually, for me. And it's a sad situation because um, I know that uh, a lot of uh, these dancers, they even don't want to improve their teaching skills. Uh, They don't visit workshops. uh, They don't study a lot. You know, like just uh, earn Mm -hmm. money. So I don't think that it's good. I mean, I'm sure that it's a bad situation now. So you need to be sure that you are a professional first of all and then try to teach somebody close to you and to see if people understand you first. Then you can try, of course. I mean, I also, when I started teaching, I wasn't professional, actually. I was um good amateur. I don't know if it's right to say. I mean, I had good technique, but I had no experience at all in explaining. And the first classes was not good, actually. I, I didn't like how I... Uh, how I teach and uh, I'm not sure that uh, my students love it but uh, I was very passionate about that and I I was working hard and every time I prepare uh, my class even now with my students uh, even now every uh, class I spend like I mean every day I spend like one hour Just for preparation for my lessons in my school, because uh, I can't allow myself to go unprepared, you know, just just to do something. Mm -hmm. So it's very important and it's a big responsibility, I think.
1: Why do you think this situation happens in ballet dance that people after like one, two years already rushing to teach? Like we don't see this in ballet, for instance, obviously, Uh but uh, like or some other dance forms, but like in ballet dance, it's very typical. And also you set mm. the point that you need to make sure you're professional, but this is another tricky one. How to know? Because we are... N- Let's be honest. We are often not objective with ourselves, and we think we are professionals. Yeah. Then we are not yet
0: professionals. <laughs> yeah, I think the main problem is because we nobody control us. I mean, we don't have uh, a, a university where we learn uh, belly dance. Uh, because in yeah, to teach um, ballet classes, you need to have a diploma of the choreographer or certificate or something like that in belly dance. I don't know why it's happened. Everybody can start teaching without any certificate. So it's a big, it's a big issue. Um, I don't know how to solve this problem. Maybe we need to ask somebody like Mogi Dawi or somebody who will write like some kind of a book. Yes. Uh, about styles, about uh, movements like that, because, uh, Mm-hmm. that will be continue and every time every new uh, student uh, who like you say they will sure that they are very good dancers and they see the situation that everybody can do it they will do the same of course mm.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like the lack of system and some kind of standards, uh, it's definitely not serving, not serving us good. And, uh, the reason also why I asked your opinion is that uh, mm-hmm. I remember myself, I was exactly that girl <laughs> who me, me after, too. I think. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I think after one year and a half, I was sure I need to start opening my school because everyone around was telling me to do so. And I remember I was lucky, literally lucky that I decided to go to someone else workshop, mm-hmm. uh, someone who I didn't study before. And it was eye-opening for me. I was like, Oh my God, there is so much more. <laughs> like what? what teacher are you talking about? <laughs> so I didn't open, but I remember that feeling like absolutely being
0: sure. Oh yes, I am ready.
1: I'm professional. So uh... Uh, yeah, I
0: understand you. I, 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 that was the same with me. My teacher in, um, in uh, my first teacher, after three years uh, in her school, she asked me to replace her in her group. And I was like, sure, that, of course, I'm already a three-year dancer and I'm so good. But it was not like that, <laughs> actually. I understand you. Maybe that will be also a good idea if, uh, for example, fitness clubs here with um, belly dance groups, yes? Um, I mean, directors, uh, managers of the fitness club. they will not accept a belly dance teacher without any kind of certificate without something not just person from the street who tell you that uh, okay i'm a good teacher so anyway there should be any kind of control but uh, i don't know how to do this actually i don't know
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's a bit a uh, tricky situation uh, uh, and also the gym is uh also very specific like style of of teaching any physical activity including dance but like even certification it's so easy these days to get whatever kind of certificate diploma Uh like you just go pay for workshop and people just give you something so yeah but this is a good problem to at least talk about it and highlight it and bring dancers attention and hopefully their awareness about themselves and, mm-hmm. and around, like there is a, there is no judging here because we all have been <laughs> in that situation. Yep. Sure. But at least to be aware and be a little bit more critical to yourself on this point, like, do you really would you like to have that teacher for yourself as you're right now? <laughs> um, That's- by the way, uh, by the way, you mentioned that uh, your first class uh, was sort of initiated by your own teacher so i assume your teacher was supportive about your teaching activities um but many times dancers face situation that their own teacher is not a big fan of students start teaching
0: yes and and we can understand them (laughs) of course Mm. i think that um Yeah, I was very lucky with my teacher because she helped me in the beginning. Uh, but um, I don't know. Sometimes I can tell you that in my professional, in amateur professional group in my school, uh, sometimes I ask my students to uh, to do, for example, warm-up or to explain some movements. Sometimes I uh, train them how to teach. And I will be sure that in a few years, uh, they will be at least not bad teachers. So I don't say that they will be good even with my training because everybody is so different. So you can dance well but not able to explain well. And I correct mm-hmm. them. So somebody uh, speak very quiet, yes, so nobody can hear. Uh, somebody can't normally talk and explain also what to do and too nervous. So they need practice, not just uh Two years in a school and go teach without experience. So, I don't know. I think that's a good idea if teachers will help uh, their students at least like that, you know, like sometimes in their class in front of their friends, that will be less nervousness. That's absolutely awesome idea
1: uh, how to for teachers to help their students develop teaching skills. But There can also be uh, completely different situations that teachers don't want their students to teach uh, because of their own personal insecurities.
0: You're right. I think that it's not uh, good uh, because if you are a professional, if you are a good teacher, so that's absolutely normal if your students will also be good dancers, be good teachers, maybe even better than you. As for me, i always proud of my students. I have a lot of students now who are already teachers, and they're good teachers. Um, somebody better, somebody not. Of course, it's different. And the wonderful dancers. And I'm really proud of them. I don't feel bad. Maybe because I also, I don't stop learning. Because if I will stop... Of course, all of them will go, you know, like, um, will be better than me soon. But if you are still learning, if you're always a student, so you always will be the first anyway. And also will have a good name, not just a, like a dancer, but also as a teacher. I mean, it's our job. It's so perfect. It's so good if you can prepare, if you... Can teach your students to be a good teacher. That's also wonderful, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I hope a lot of uh, teachers uh, will also hear those, <laughs> this interview and these words. Uh, but can you think about some suggestions uh, for students who are maybe right now in the situations that they feel? resistance from their teacher to start their own teaching career and it's Mm -hmm. not clear why maybe teacher thinks they're not ready but maybe teacher just doesn't want because of her own like uh, personal insecurities so how for students can you give them some tips how to figure out this situation and just see Maybe they need to improve and work on something, or maybe they just need to go ahead despite of teachers. Like, how to navigate the situation in the best and most uh, respectful way and still be true to yourself if you want to, to, to teach in the future?
0: I think the best way is to talk with your teacher, of course, to ask for support. And if your teacher will say no to you, so you are free to go. Maybe it sounds sad. But um, if somebody doesn't support you, you will feel pressure and um, bad emotions in the class. So better to leave and find somebody who will help you. First of all, prepare your class first, second, maybe one, uh, one, two weeks. Yes. So uh, you will know what to do in the class. Or even better, if you have this plan and you have somebody who you can trust, who, who will help you and tap you. So, of course, if you want to do and you're sure that you will be great teacher, or even if you're not sure, but you want to try anyway. So, of course, do it. Of course, do it. But first, you need to talk uh, with your teacher, of course. By the way, you also gave a great
1: tip on uh, first preparing your first few classes and even asking someone who have. Uh, who has experience in teaching to check your plan uh, to see if it's ready or not. Can you give a couple of uh, hints on uh, how to get ready for your first class? I'm absolutely sure you probably cover it in your online course and there will be a bunch of information, a lot of information about it, but can you give a little, little highlights, like just to give a taste for for our listeners of what's in the course (laughs) and and give a couple of suggestions for for people who are super nervous for their first class, but they still want to try.
0: (laughs) Yes, sure, of course. Uh, In my opinion, the first class is so important because at this um, one hour, ladies, uh, they decide will they come back to you or not. So they for sure, that should be fun. That should be interesting. Uh, you need to choose very nice and fun music, not um sum, uh some kind of drum solo, maybe even not Arabic music. Uh, I really love to use uh, Turkish music like Tarkan uh, or Arabic music, but something pop songs like uh, Arash, Bora Bora, something like that, or even Shakira. That will be much better if uh, if you will use this music. Then I I think I teach in the first class about six seven movements. It depends. So even if the technique is bad, and it will be better. Uh, we don't pay too much attention for this. So and also the main moment of the first class, usually how I do that in the end. Uh, like we have 20-30 uh, minutes to the end of the class, we create a little combination from the movement that we already taught. So, for example, like hip drop, shimmy, and step with the with the hip accent. So we do four hip drop, step with the hip accent, then shimmy, then step with the hip accent back, then again hip drop. So it's very simple, but really working moment. Uh, I know it. Uh, I try many times because they will realize that it's a first belly dance class, but they are able to dance. So not just movements. Mm. We need to put them together. Two, three, four movements, very simple. Again, even if with a bad technique, we encourage them, you're great. So we don't correct, correct uh, technique on the first class. Or just maybe a little bit in general. Yes, you show how to do, how you shouldn't do. So that will be much better. And after two, three, four classes, when you see that um, dancers, they like you, they want to come back, they will come back to you. So then you can start to, to go a little bit deeper with the technique, with explanation. But just we need to remember that nobody come to Oriental dance classes to be a professional belly dancer, they come just for fun, to forget uh, their work, yes, to think about something else, just to enjoy. So we need to remember this. Uh, We, as a teacher, of course, we love Oriental Mm -hmm. dance. We, We want to give them as much information as possible, but in the beginning, they don't need it. So fun music, few movements, like five, six, it depends, of course, but not less. So we don't stay long time on one movement. We need to do this interesting Make jokes, sometimes, yes, not to be very serious. Smile, for sure. Speak loudly, so everybody will hear you. And prepared, if you will be prepared, you will be confident. And I always do small combination in the end. So they come back home and they already can show to their husband, mother, daughter, whatever, yeah? They can show that... During this one hour or one hour hour and a half, they're already able to dance these movements together. So I think that will be perfect. And they will come back for you, I promise
1: oh my god this is so so cool like you basically gave a whole layout with so many tips for beginning teachers uh and yeah it's so true like the packaging is so important not only the feeling like we need to package in the way that people want to see it to grab their attention and then we can do with that whatever we want (laughs) that's how i call it this i think applies (laughs) To teaching, performing, like whichever service we are talking about. Um, also, uh, during last few years, at least what I noticed during last few years, you are you are not only working on your new online project for teachers, but you also mm-hmm. pay a lot of attention to your business education. That's how I feel. <laughs>
0: Yes, I'm starting marketing. I'm very interested. And this, I think it's our future and it's good for every business. I mean, for every job uh, because we need to promote ourselves anyway, even if you are popular and everybody knows about you. But uh, when you stop, promote yourself, you know that there are so many great dancers who want to be on your place. So I feel that even if I don't want, sometimes, even if I'm tired, but I need to do this. And uh, actually, it's very interesting. So, I bought um, one uh, course, uh, it's a uh, Russian, uh, Ru- uh, this course in Russian language, but very interesting. And I worked um, on my instructional videos and this teacher's course, thanks to uh, this marketing um, study. And continue to work on myself as a project, as a project like, Martha dancer. <laughs> it's also my
1: project. Mm. As a as a brand, I would say also.
0: Yes, yes, yes. The name of this course was "I am a brand." So, but all oh. this, <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, but all this knowledge that I have from this um, uh, from this study, you can apply to every to everybody. Uh, As a person, yes, like you are a brand for yourself or to your project or for somebody who you want to promote. Very interesting, very useful. But I can say it's a huge amount of information. And even now, I don't apply everything because it takes so much time, actually, (laughs) to do everything. Mm -hmm. I'm not a promoter. It's hard for me, but I try. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: But that's a very interesting point and why I, I sort of uh, use this term brand is uh, I'm kind of last few years in the same mindset of trying to figure out like all these things and we, I realized that we often don't think about artists uh, as as a brand it's like a personal brand so it's not uh, like marta corzon is your name but it also in the marketing world it's kind of it's a brand <laughs> so yes, and yes, and you can exactly. work on different projects on
0: that yeah that's so interesting yes because you can promote i'm sorry because you can promote yourself uh as an expert so uh, that was the main idea so if people trust you and uh, they uh, respect you, they know that you uh, ride and you say good and write things. So everything you so you can sell yourself, yes as a teacher, at the workshops, for example, or you can sell your um, like clothes, yes or training clothes or your instructional videos because people trust you because you show them them that you are an expert. So you promote yourself, but you can sell, a lot of things, because thanks to this, this is very interesting.
1: One of the pain points for many dancers is that uh, they try to to refuse even thinking about business side of their activities, and uh, main excuse is usually like, "Oh, I just want to do art. I don't want to do selling. I'm bad at selling. I'm bad at promoting, and this has nothing to do with art." <laughs> Um, Or it sort of like uh, defeats uh, or brings the art, uh, um, I don't know, the uh, respectability
0: of art uh, uh, lower. Do you agree? In some moment, you know, if I have a choice, I will hire somebody who will do this for me. Really. So I want just to dance. Really, I don't want to do all this promotion, all this uh, advertisement. I don't like it, but I do this because nobody can do this for me and nobody will do better than me. But if I, if I have a choice, I will just dance. But I think if you want to be at least famous, but not just famous, of course, popular and um, You want to be invited to different festivals. We now talk about dancers. Again, that may be with every job. So you need to do something or hire somebody who will promote you instead of you. So, I mean, Mm. it's business. Anyway, it's business. If you want just to be a dancer, sit in your small city and dance and nobody will know you. Okay, no problem.
1: Mm. And talking about coming back to the topic of uh, teaching and classes, um, I know it's a big struggle for teachers, especially beginning teachers who are just studying their schools on how to promote and market their classes. Uh, because in this case, we are also talking about general audience who mm-hmm. who doesn't know anything about belly dance. So it's not even that we can... Uh, go into yeah, some, sure. uh, uh, like, uh, some uh, details or nuances and uh, talk in the language that other dancers can can understand. Like, we are talking about general audience that has nothing, that they, they don't know anything about ballad dance. So, in terms of promoting your own classes, mm-hmm. how can someone establish themselves an, as as an expert, so the general audience would love to and be interested to go and attend their ballet dance classes
0: i think the best way is to perform on the public events uh, where people can come for free you know uh, Mm. this is our audience yes Uh, not dancers but they will look at you they will see your performance if they will like it for sure they should like it yes so they will come to you ask how to go to your school they want to do the same so as many times as possible you need to perform if you have already some students in case yes somebody uh, also you put your students to the same events to dance so and they always announce who their teacher so I think it's the best way. Also, what we do here in my city, what works good, we put the posters on the public wall, special wall for mm-hmm. different advertisements. Uh, and people can see the phone number, beautiful picture, like we invite you to uh, to Billy School of Marta Corzon. This is the phone and they call and come and try. So maybe also some... Um, Advertisement in radio, but it depends. I think on the city because my city is very small, and it's really enough just to put the posters and to perform everywhere we can, me and my students. But in big mm-hmm. cities, I think it's um, more difficult because uh, yeah, like many districts, and uh, everybody wants to go to the class which is very close to their home. So anyway, performance is the best. It's the best way to become famous in your city, at least, first. Yes, so people should watch your performance.
1: Mm, I'm uh, very uh, intrigued that you first uh, still, even despite this boom of social media, you still put as a first things... In, in-person performance and physical posters around the city, and that's very interesting. And so true that we sometimes pay so much attention to social media that we sort of forget those the very basic uh, things that people can literally see, touch, grab that uh, like postcard or business card and and, and take home. Uh, yeah. But I was very. Um, surprised but then uh, while you were talking i was like huh that's actually very logical
0: (laughs) no but i think it's the best if you try everything of course on social media on instagram facebook or we have in russia um, another social uh, media try everything but the best when people look at you and they you know, like, have these feelings uh, that they like you, they want to do the same, and they want to come, they want to come immediately to your class. This is the best than just a video. But we need to try everything, because, for example, um, yes, like, uh, grown-ups, they will not sit on Instagram, yes, but um, somebody 10 years, 15 years old, they will be in Instagram, maybe not on the street, yes, so... We want to attract everybody, so mm. we try different yeah, ways. So
1: yeah, so true. Good point too. <laughs> um, so, uh, when uh, you sort of mentioned that you are planning to release your grand uh, uh, teaching online course in August, uh, where can dancer uh, like follow you to make sure that you didn't? Uh, they, they, they didn't miss the announcement. Uh, is it on some uh, web page? Is it on social media? Where well, they can uh, uh, sort of follow
0: the news. <laughs> for sure, all information you can find on my Instagram account and on my Facebook account. And you can purchase this online teacher's course on amazing be- website for dancers you dance. You will find many interesting instructional videos there as well as my teachers course.
1: Mm, well, looking forward to it. And uh, uh well, Marta, thank you uh Thank you so much for, for this interview, and for so many tips, like I kind of feel that all uh, beginning teachers, their brains just on fire right now, overwhelmed with information <laughs> and tips uh, from you, and they can't, they can't wait already to, to check the course and get even more. <laughs> <Me
0: too. laughs> Thank you so much for invitation. I'm very happy to be useful and to talk with you. It's my pleasure always. So I I hope to see you soon, Jana.
1: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I also uh, would like to finish podcast. You know that we have our signature question that actually started with you. (laughs) So you already answered it in the episode number one. People, if if you missed it somehow... Go back and listen to episode number one. It's super easy to find <laughs> it, uh, as you can imagine, the very first one. But uh, I wanted to uh, slightly like change and just to sum up. Uh, I kind of feel our today's general topic was teaching, um, and uh, especially teaching how to start teaching, how to to get ready for teaching activities. So I wanted to uh, to finish with a fun question. Imagine that you can meet yourself, but back in time, as a beginning teacher, like just just starting, mm-hmm. what kind of advice would you
0: give to yourself? Let me think. Uh, first... To be confident, be confident in yourself, my dear Marta. You will be a good teacher. <laughs> Don't cry every day <laughs> after your class. <laughs> and just be very well prepared. This is the key. No secret. If you are prepared, if you have structure, if you have prepared music, and you have a plan on a sheet of paper with you, in front of you, your class will be successful. That's, this is the secret.
1: Oh my God. I think uh, just this part of interview is already worth uh, everything. Like people, if you, uh, didn't memorize anything before, like just these few sentences, they, <laughs> they mean so much. <laughs> and thank you for being so open and, and just sharing, sharing how it is, because I am absolutely sure it's very important for people to, to hear and something that they can relate to and feel that they're not alone in the, in their struggles. <laughs>
0: Oh, for sure not, yes. <laughs> we all came through
1: this. Thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if so, do you know the best way to support this project? Is to share it with your friends. It takes a few seconds, cost you nothing, but it helps a lot to move this project forward and help me to bring more awesome guests on the podcast in the future. You can tell your friend, you can send a message, email, you can screenshot and put a a post on social media, whatever works better for you. But if every one of you will share this episode at least with one more person, it will make a huge difference for this podcast. Thank you for spending your time with us, for your support and love. And until next time, keep shimming, keep dancing, and I will see you soon.